Hi, Chris Hall here for Dogs on Demand on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and all those other places. Good to have you uh, with us today uh, for our program. And it's always great to talk to uh, a dog, a University of Georgia Bulldog tennis player. Ethan Quinn joins us today. Ethan uh, playing, of course, for the seventh-ranked uh, Bulldog tennis team, men's uh, tennis team, uh, picked to finish first in the SEC. And uh, Ethan had quite a fall season in tennis. Ethan, good to have you with us on our program today. How are things going with you, my man? Thank you. I appreciate getting on to the, the podcast once again. I, I really appreciate it. and I, I enjoy it. But everything everything's going great. Um, just got back from practice, actually. Like, so I hurried onto, the, onto my computer. And then we actually leave early tomorrow. So it's uh, kind of getting into the thickness of the season. And I'm looking forward to it. Now you're headed off to Texas tomorrow. I understand, correct? Yeah, yes, sir. Now you, you guys, and and you know, some people may not exactly be familiar with, uh, you know, the tennis seasons uh, in in uh, in college. You had a fall season, and by the way, did I read it right? You finished the fall season as the top ranked singles player in the country. Uh, yes, congratulations, sir. my man! Uh, quite an achievement, huh? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a lot of hard work and. A lot of dedication, missing classes and missing weekends in Athens, but I felt like it was totally worth it. Yeah, well, great season so far. And now we've turned to the spring season. I guess you guys call it the regular season. Open yep. the uh, You opened the season, the men's tennis team opened the season against FSU. Didn't quite go exactly as planned uh, for the uh, tennis team. Uh, so, uh, but but let's look forward to this season. You know, you got high expectations for this tennis team uh, from the university of uh, Georgia. Talk a little bit about the fall season. And now as we get into uh, the regular season, uh, just your impressions of the team and uh, how you think things will be going. Yeah, kind of starting off with the fall. I mean, obviously the fall is more of a development period as there, I mean, there's not quite as much travel and there's not as many college tournaments, you're not missing as much class, but I kind of took advantage of that de developmental period that the fall is. Um, the tournaments I had, I did very well in for for the for college tennis. Um, so I kind of was able to get my ranking where I wanted it. And then even in the fall, I was able to play some professional tournaments uh, kind of throughout the country. I went to Illinois, I went to Virginia, South Carolina, um, was able to, oh, I was able, went to New York for US Open. Um, so there's, the fall was kind of just that period for me to develop, get as many tournaments, get as many matches in as I possibly could, kind of get used to this new team that we are and kind of getting used to the fact that now I'm playing for UGA, whereas I wasn't playing the spring before. Um, so that was kind of that whole fall period. And then leading into the spring, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a whole different story, honestly. Going into that first match at FSU, I hadn't played a dual match. I'd only watched home matches at University of Georgia. So obviously watching matches at home compared to traveling on the road is is a lot different. Um, FSU, we, FSU, I mean, they're a really good team. I think they're underranked, honestly. Um, but they they played really well. They kind of took it to us. and then. Our team was a little bit almost scared, a little nervous. I know I personally was was nervous playing my first dual match. Um, and then, honestly, that crowd was was pretty incredible. There was a lot of uh, trash talking in the stands, especially to me <laughs> and Reuter, which I, I was not really expecting that. I mean, uh, most people think of tennis as a as a kind of quiet clap sport, kind of just individual, whereas when you got, go to a college tennis match, it's people are trash talking you. They're talking about your mother, they're talking about your sister, whatever, your girlfriend. Um, so I wasn't really prepared for that, but leading forward to the rest of the season, I know our team had a really good discussion after we were kind of leaving FSU, just kind of, kind of trying to get 
our situations like settled. Um, and I feel like going forward, it was really beneficial for the team. And like you said, there's a lot of expectations for our team nationally. And then also in the SEC, I know, I mean, we have five fifth years on our team. So there's a lot of experience that we have on our team. I think we got to, we got to use that, especially with our, I mean, Philip Henny and Blake Kreuter, Trent Ride, Tio Juska, all those guys playing single singles. And they've been playing pretty high up in singles, honestly, for their, for their four years, they've already been playing. I think once we use that to our advantage, kind of realize that we're, we're, we're going to be the hunters, not be hunted. That's one thing our coaches always say is just continuing to hunt. Um, I think once we kind of start playing with that mentality and just playing to win, we're going to be a pretty, pretty dominant team, not only in the SEC, but throughout, throughout the country, people want to be knowing that Georgia's looking for another title. You know, one of the unique things I think about tennis is the fact that even though you're in college, you can also play in, uh, you know, professional tournaments, uh, which is kind of cool. And, uh, you know, you talk about your schedule, you talk about how, you know, the uh, the different tournaments that you have played. It's a pretty grinding schedule to be a tennis player in college and to try to take advantage of those other opportunities. Uh, so, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about your regimen, about your diet, about your you know, your exercise, your rest, uh, you, it makes me tired just talking, you talking about all that you, you yeah. uh, go through. What, what about as, as an athlete at your level, at the, you know, in the, in, in the tennis world, how do you take care of yourself? Just a lot of discipline, honestly. Um, I know when I was in my red shirt year, I wasn't quite as disciplined as I wanted to be. Um, I definitely took advantage of the fact that I, I wasn't going to be playing matches every single week. Um, kind of was able to enjoy just being in Athens and being a college student. Um, but looking forward or looking back into this last fall, um, it requires just an, just so much discipline. I mean, a lot of athletes in the fall, they, they don't have their fall season yet. It's not like tennis where they have two different seasons. Um, so a lot of athletes, they tend to do a little bit more type of stuff in the college life where Tennis players, honestly, even even in the fall, you can't really do that. You're missing a lot of weekends, especially with my schedule I played. I want to say I missed eight weeks of class, eight full weeks of class, um, which in a, what is it, 16-week semester, it's it's pretty tough to do that. Um, so just like constantly being on the road, taking care of your body, it, it, it requires a lot of discipline, a lot of extra stretching, whatever, icing your body when you're on, when you're on your own. And that's something I had to do a lot of um, was managing myself and managing my diet while, while I was on the road. I couldn't, couldn't go eat Chick-fil-A every Tuesday, Thursday. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, just stay up late until 2am every single morning sitting with my roommates. So it definitely requires a lot of discipline. Um, and then also, I mean, kind coming into this spring season, I, I kind of came in with this new year's resolution with, I had already wrote, I'd wrote down a few things for, for my body and my health wise, just trying to keep track and making sure that I'm doing all the proper recovery and making sure I feel good. Cause like you said, I mean, it's a, it's a grueling schedule. And then for our team this semester, we don't have indoor courts. So we're, we're on the road for, I want to say the first eight or nine matches besides the ITA kickoff that we have at home. We're, we're on the road a lot. So it, that even requires extra time in the, in the, um, in Buttsmere training center, just doing ice baths, even though I don't want to get in that 50 degree water. Yeah. Um, doing all the extra re, uh, prehab, just getting ready for practices and that type of stuff. Um, so it just requires just an absolute incredible amount of discipline. I mean, there's plenty of times where I want to stay up late with my roommates or I want to go go out and hang out with friends. But I know that if I do that, man, I'm going to be tired and I'm going to be 
just kind of screwed for this 6.45 a.m. lift that we have as a team. And that's the next thing is just like last year when I was a redshirt freshman, I wasn't quite doing as much as I was, I feel like, this semester. I mean, I was doing the same type of things, but with a different sense of intensity, um, where this semester it's like all very, very planned out. So, I mean, we're waking up twice a week at 6.45 to be doing our, our team lifts. We're doing probably four, four individuals, three individuals a week, each person, depending on their schedule. I know for me, I'm at least taking three individuals and that's, that's on top of the team practices that we have in the afternoon and the rehab and all that type of stuff. So it's definitely very demanding as a college athlete and a college tennis player when you're traveling, traveling so much. But I mean, I, I knew I signed up for that when I, when I came to Georgia, I knew I wanted to be part of this elite program. Um, so I, I'm not, I wasn't too surprised when I kind of got faced with those, with those challenges of, being disciplined. And of course, you, you know, you have dreams and aspirations beyond college to, to uh, you know, be uh, in the pros and, and and it just takes hard work. Anybody knows that it just takes hard work. Let's talk a little bit about your team. Coach Manny Diaz, of course, he's a legend. He, he's a walking legend when it comes <laughs> to, uh, you know, being a tennis coach and at the University of Georgia, he, he's just a legend. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your team. Uh, uh, talk a little bit about the guys on the team. And, uh, you know, uh, do you have a good mix of experience and those who are learning? Uh, and and uh, j- just talk a little bit about your teammates. Absolutely. Um, I feel like our team is probably one of the most experienced teams out there um, in the NCAA. I mean, like I said, we have five fifth years. So it's definitely been an incredible, incredible ride for them. And this is their last, sem- last, last semester of college tennis and possibly even most of their last semester's um, competing at such a high level in tennis. So, um, obviously our main guy is Trent Bright. I mean, he's, he's probably one of my best friends that's on the team. I play doubles with him. He's, he's been all over the place for our lineup, but even, even for our, our team, I mean, individually, I mean, when, before he came to college, he, he traveled a lot. He's a ton of experience. He's a great person, great, great tennis player. Um, so his experience definitely late in the season will, will kind of, take part in in our team success um just that individually that calmness that he has that he knows that he's been in kind of every position that you possibly could be in tennis whether you be down 5-0 in the third set and you're able to bring it back or serving for a championship or a big title at 5-4 in the third set something like that um and then next is i mean blake croyder he's he's probably one of the has the most personality on our team for sure um but he's he's an incredible guy he's Definitely had the experience of playing down in the pit, which is there's a lot of different heart um, playing down at four, five, six, especially for University of Georgia. I mean, it, that's where I feel like you win championships. So he's definitely been experienced. He's had great seasons, especially last season. He had a phenomenal season. And even this fall, he's had an even better season than that. So I think his success and his grit and want to to win a championship. I know a few days ago, he's just like, I'm going to die for this team. And that's kind of now is he he just wants to he wants to win so badly and it every, he just you just love being with him and his personality is so so funny and then philip henning's kind of just our, our rock he's he's amto honestly both of them are just such grinders and battlers they're willing to just put their body on the line every single season and phil's definitely definitely the the definition of putting your body on the line i mean he's constantly on the floor if you ever watch his match because he's just on, he's literally on the floor hitting with his knees. I mean, he's just he's just willing to put his body on the line, unlike maybe a few of us. Um, and then Britton is just like another guy. We have a team joke that 
he literally always beats me. Whenever we have practice, he beats me every single time. It doesn't matter the day. And even today, he beat me right before I got here. So um, just a great group of guys that we all have such personality. And then, like you I mean, besides the experienced guys, we have a lot of up-and-comers. I mean, Felipe Costa, he's been a little bit injured, but he just has such a determination to get better at tennis. He's always asking me questions, just hoping to improve and hoping to get better, which I, I really appreciate that because it also helps me think about my own game. And then Miguel and Thomas have been just, they've been at six, they've been rotating at six. And I think this season, compared to last season so far, we're on a better track. We had struggled a little bit at six last year, where so far we started 1-0 and at six. And I think that's that's huge for the team. Um, knowing that we have that confidence and we can rely on one of those guys just coming through with a big win and just grinding one out. So I'm really looking forward to the season and just seeing all of, all of our personalities and seeing just like the heart and the grit that we all have for this final season, kind of with all these guys. We have a picture in our locker room where after they clinched the, I can't remember what year it was, but they made it into the quarterfinals of NCAAs after beating an unbelievable UNC team. There's a picture of all of them in there. And honestly, it'll be just Thomas is the last one left on that picture that's on their team. So it'll be kind of just a new start next year and kind of just our last last push to get that championship and SEC title for Georgia for those guys. Yeah, boy, I tell you, that's, you know, it's an exciting thing to, um, to uh, you know, to watch the, the tennis team and we're able to watch it on streaming and uh, that kind of thing. I, you know, I look over your schedule. Boy, you got some, you got some, you know, big dogs out there. You got uh, Texas coming up, LSU, uh, Stanford, USC, Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M. Talk a little bit about the SEC. Of course, that's the first step in uh, going toward the national uh, title, like like you want to. Who's your biggest challenge in the SEC? Gosh, it's it's hard to say. I mean, there's so many good teams in the SEC that it's going to be honestly every single week's a challenge. Um, I think our main two are for sure Kentucky and Tennessee. Um, I believe they're, I think they're two and three right behind us in the SEC poll. Um, but I'm not going to discredit any of the other schools. I know Florida's phenomenal. South Carolina's phenomenal. Um, Texas A&M is, is very, very difficult team to beat. Um, we'll get, we'll get to see LSU twice, which will be nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, Every school in the SEC is going to be very difficult. Even, like you said, I mean, schools like Stanford and USC, I mean, there's not really going to be an easy match for, for any of our any of our season, honestly. Every single week, we're going to have one to two very, very difficult matches that's going to take a lot out a lot of energy for all of us. Um, but I, I, once we get into SEC season, I think we're going to be really locked in on that season. We'll have plenty of matches to kind of find our, find our rhythm, find our zone. Um, something that I feel like we just didn't quite have yet at FSU. Um, we're definitely looking forward to that SEC season, but yeah, there's just not going to be one easy match. It's nice that we'll have Tennessee and Kentucky in Athens. We'll have plenty of people coming out for those matches, um, which will kind of push us through and bring the energy for us. But when we're on the road at Florida and South Carolina, I've, I've already heard plenty of stories of how difficult it is playing at those places and, I can only imagine playing at FSU compared to playing at an SEC rival like Florida or like South Carolina in tennis. Like there's going to be a lot of lot of words exchanged in the back fence that I got to start mentally preparing for myself. But I'm I'm looking forward to that season. Looking forward to that challenge. You know, we need to uh, we need to give some instruction on tennis etiquette. You know, that's yeah. not supposed. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's not the way it's supposed it's uh, supposed to be. Now uh, you, uh, of course, you um, play doubles with Trent. Uh, what about that dynamic in playing doubles? Uh, you know how how much how different is it? You know, I'm a novice at tennis, but how different is it from playing singles as opposed to doubles? How, how do you work on that dynamic? How, how is that? It's it's definitely difficult. Um, for me personally, doubles is just a lot quicker paced. I mean, you could lose a set 6-0 in 15 minutes, and then you're having to cheer on your teammates, and hope, hopefully they can clinch and kind of clutch up for your little bit of mistake. Um, but yeah, doubles is just, it's something hard to prepare for. I know me and a few of my teammates have kind of discussed this. It's just like there's playing and there's practicing and doing drills and trying to work on your hands and all that type of stuff. And then you play the match and it's things can just go completely sideways. Um, it's quick to kind of, it's hard to kind of recognize, especially college doubles. There, It's only a six game set, no warm up. So you kind of, you have to go out there. You have to bring the energy. You have to play big. Um, whereas in singles, you kind of, you're already warmed up from that doubles match. You're, you've already, you kind of have a set game plan. Even if you start slow, you're able to kind of creep your way back in later in the set. Whereas doubles, it's just like, you could get down three, zero double break. And it's just like, you did everything perfect. They just executed maybe a few lucky shots on a, off a let court or returned really well one game. And it's, it's just, it's hard to explain the dynamic. It's just, just much quicker pace a lot the balls are coming at you a lot faster especially as you're playing higher up in the lineup like there's a lot of different formations and you just got to recognize it as quick as you can but also guys are playing towards your weaknesses and they know exactly what they're trying to do and it's just it's tough to recognize that those things really that quickly because it could be just so quick that you get down so um, I feel like that's just the biggest difference you know it, it, it tennis is a game you know, in games you have fun. Uh, t tell me, uh, you know, is 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 tennis fun for you? Still fun for you, or is it more of a business? You know, I want it to be fun for all you guys because I I think when you're loose and you and you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself, you're going to play better. So how do you 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 know it's a business? You know it is. It's a, you're a part of uh, a college tennis team, but how how do you maintain that? Okay, I'm going to have fun with this. But man, this is important, and a lot of people are depending on me. How do you maintain that that balance in that way? It's it's definitely it's hard for me sometimes to kind of change from being a business guy and just having fun out there. Um, I always, I mean, obviously, I always want to win, so it's that's where I kind of come in with the yeah, this is a business type of mindset. But at the same time, like you said, when you're having fun, that's when you're playing the best. When you hit an incredible shot and you smile and you see. Jamie Hunt giving you the brightest big smile right back at you. It's it's honestly an, an amazing feeling. So I think I could definitely do a better job at having a little bit more fun. And I think once I kind of start getting used to this college season, I will have a bit more fun where I felt like I was a little bit playing a little bit too much with pressure, even though I shouldn't be feeling like I'm playing with pressure. I'm just a freshman. I should be enjoying the experience and having just all this fun playing for a college team and kind of having people come to watch me and just enjoy that. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, uh, if you play with, if you're having fun, you're smiling, that's the biggest part. I know me and, uh, me and Will, Will Reynolds, our, our um, volunteer assistant coach, when he's, when he's on the side with me, me and him kind of joke around and that kind of takes my mind off of this as like a business. It's like, 
we're just talking and we're exchanging a little bit of jokes and smiling. It's just like, that's when I'm able to play my best tennis. I'm able to enjoy being out there and not thinking about like, oh gosh, if I lose this match or if I win this match, I'll be able to do this and I'll do that. It's no, it's not all about, it's not about that. It's about enjoying and being with your team and getting to do all these experience travel across the country on, on a college team, getting to walk through airports and people are like, whoa, like you're, you go to the university of Georgia, like what's your sport? Um, <laughs> So I think it's just an incredible experience getting to be a college athlete and getting to play in front of your friends, uh, especially for me. I mean, it's for me last semester not playing is like I could I talk to people and they'd be like, oh, when's your next match? And it's like, uh, I'm not playing. But now it's like, all right, my next match is in two weeks. You should totally come out. And then I see them and we're all smiling and laughing, like even when I'm on the court. So it'll just be an incredible experience when I'm playing and having fun rather than playing like it's a business. Yeah, and, uh, Texas, you, you guys are traveling to Texas to take on the uh, Longhorns. So uh, let, let's go into the uh, coach's room at the University of Texas, and they're scouting you out. So uh, what do you think they're saying? Well, where, what is Ethan's strengths? Where do you think we might be able to uh, do some damage against him? Scout yourself as if you were a coach for uh, the University of, of uh, Texas. You know, just, uh, What do you think they're saying about Ethan? Not one thing I feel like, that can't go unnoticed whenever a coach is definitely looking at me. It's just like, I'm, I'm going to bring it to you. I'm definitely going to be ripping forearms. I'm going to be playing big. I'm going to be putting pressure on you, coming to the net, playing, being attacking. Um, so guys, you just, you can't be passive. If you're passive, I'm just going to light you up. I feel like I'm going to use that, use my strengths. And I, I think that's one thing I could honestly do better is knowing that my strengths are better than anyone else's strengths in the country. Um, but weaknesses, I mean, it's hard just for me, I'd like to say, I don't have that many weaknesses. Maybe right. coaches recognize it a bit better. Um, I feel like my weaknesses aren't really the definition of a weakness. It's more of just like a let, like not as sharp, not as sharp as sword. I have my forehand's a sword and maybe my backhand's just a little dagger. It's, it'll, um, I don't, I don't really see myself as having a weakness. Maybe in college tennis, it's a little bit different. Maybe if you get me flustered, you get my mind off of tennis a little bit and looking at the crowd, whatnot, that might that might get me a little distracted and then kind of take away my strengths. But for the most part, I don't really see myself as a guy where you can just kind of pick and keep picking at my weaknesses until I, I, I fall apart. I just, uh, I feel like I might also, I mean, I tend to think that I don't go away. I mean, there's not really many matches that I lose badly. And I feel like if I, even if I lose a set badly, I'm like, all right, next set, I'm here, I'm present. I'm going to take this set from you. I'm going to steal this match. So even the mentality part of it, it's pretty, pretty tough to say that I'm a, I have a weakness and I'm not tough or I don't compete. So I, I think for a coaching room, it's pretty tough to coach a player. You just got to hope that you're having a really good day and kind of try and take it to me before I do it to you. Yeah, you you want the guy across the net from you to do it. Oh no, I got to play this guy. Seriously, I I got to play exactly. this guy. Now you talked about the hammer, uh, the uh, the dagger and the sword. Now tell me about your hammer. Is that your serve? Is that your serve? It's. I'd say my forehand is probably probably my sword for sure. I mean, of course the serve you can control, but the forehand's like when you're in battle. I mean, you don't get to strike first every single time. So when I'm using my forehand. It's just like, all right, someone's trying to attack me there and I'm just going to reflect it and attack you back. So 
I definitely find my forehand um, as my sword for sure. It does a lot of damage, um, pushing people back, going through them, kind of moving. The, I can move it anywhere. I can disguise it and hit a drop shot. So, I mean, it, my forehand's absolutely my, my sword. Yeah, I, I need to come up and uh, take some lessons from you, Ethan. I really do. You know, I, <laughs> my tennis is no. Uh, of course, you're from California, and uh, you've made it across the country to play for the University of Georgia. Now you've been in Athens for a while. You've been in Georgia for a while. So, um, I, you know, I know you're enjoying living in Athens, a tremendous uh, college town. So, um, percentage-wise, how much Georgian are you now as opposed to Californian? Uh, Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, so I actually, I currently now have a Georgia's driver's license. My, my parents, they bought a house here. I've got my car registered in Georgia. I live in Georgia. I, I'm starting to call Georgia home. So I feel like it's starting to get to the point where it's maybe a little bit more majority. I'm, I'm a Georgia, Georgia guy than I am a California guy. It's tough when the 49ers are doing well. I'd like to say I'm still a Californian. I'm, that's my team. Cause I mean, they're close by. Um, but for the most part, I'm starting to look at the Atlanta Braves and looking at all these Atlanta sports teams. So I'm starting to kind of find my way to being a more Georgia, Georgia State citizen guy. Now, of course, the big test of that is, do you like grids? We're, we're, we're working on it. Working on we're, it. Okay. Yeah, I, I've had them. It's an acquired taste that I'm going to have to start enjoying a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's the river you have to cross to be a full-fledged yeah. uh, Georgian. Of course, uh, you know, the uh, University of Georgia football team, everybody in the world knows about uh, the uh, the Bulldogs winning uh, the national championship two um, seasons in a row. Pretty exciting on campus, I know, just all across the campus and all across the sports. You know, I was wondering, uh, you, you know, how do you, how do you guys like it? You know, on the tennis team, golf team, track team. How do you how do you feed off of that, or do you feed off of that, or does it have an a have an effect on you? You you mentioned that you know your coach says you're going to be you're going to be the hunter, not the hunted. Uh, you know, a quote from Kirby Smart and that kind of thing. How how much how much do you feed off the success of the uh, football team? Does it have any effect on you guys? I feel like for me, for sure, it does. I mean, you walk into class and you see how those guys just kind of walk in and they're just, they walk confidently. And I'm just like, all right, I want to be able to walk around campus and know people have people know that I'm the guy kind of like that mentality. And then honestly, I mean, I always see Kirby smarts mess. Or, I mean, you can see his voice audios before Matt, before they go on to a, a big game. And it's just like, how could you not be fired up to win a championship when you hear Kirby smart talking? And it definitely, when I, I actually saw it before, before, uh, this week, I saw one of the clips and I was just like, God, this is just like the most I saved it into my camera roll. I was like, I'm going to try and listen to this every single time before I play a match. Like, yeah. it's just a different atmosphere when you know that you're the best. And I feel like, all right, I want to be the best. Like, I'm going to do the things that maybe these, I know it's tough to be the best, but I mean, you got to do it and you got to do the hard work in order to become the best. And I think I'm willing to do it, especially when you're hear the stories that these guys have done. I mean, I'm a friend, friends with a few football players. So they're, they're telling me about some of the workouts they've had to do. And I'm like, wow, that's just, that's insane. But like, all right, like where, let me do my tennis specific workouts that are the same intensity. Let me do the same thing so I can become the best like you guys. And I think that definitely affects the culture throughout the campus. I mean, a lot of people, even people that aren't athletes, it affects the way they, they walk around campus. They're just like, all right, we go to the best school in the country by far. There's no, 
There's no debate. Like people, who cares if they go to Virginia or they go to USC in California? There's just no way to compare being in Athens, Georgia. You just, you just walk around and you're just like, all right, I'm going to be the best. We're at the best school in the country. Like this is just the place to be. And that's what I appreciate most that the football guys kind of carry with them to the rest of the student populace. You know, the uh, women's tennis team, of course, they're underway as well with their season. Do you guys interact much, uh, the men's and women's tennis team? Do you, I mean, do you ever get together every now and then and say, hey, let's play a match against each other? Well, how about the interaction with the women's tennis team? I feel like we're all we're all very friendly. Um, we don't really play or play against each other or practice against each other. I mean, I know with our schedule, we're we're pretty exhausted by the time we're finished with practice. So I'm sure they're the exact same way. Um, but I mean, yeah, there's, there's plenty of times. I mean, we see them every, I don't know, maybe twice a week at the, like we're at our training table where we all, all the athletes eat. So we see them, we interact well with them. We're all very friendly. There's been a few times where we all have gone to like one of their houses and we've cooked and we just had a kind of like a barbecue with everyone there. Um, so I, I feel like we're all, all pretty close and there's nothing really that's separating us to not be close. I mean, we're all playing tennis. They come to our matches. We've gone to theirs. So I think we just enjoy all all being part of the same sport and kind of just getting to play in the same facility. Uh, when recruits come on uh, campus, you know, uh, tennis tennis uh, recruits, uh, you guys interact with those guys? Do you, you talk about the University of Georgia and the experience there? Yes, absolutely. I mean, for the most part, I've I've hosted, I want to say now, four players to come. Like when you, when, as a host, like they come to the facility and now that I have a car this semester, I'm able to like, I'll pick them up in the evening when the coaches are done showing them the school and I'm, or I meet up with them for lunch and the coaches. Um, but for the most part, yeah, we're, we're showing them kind of the behind, like the other parts of the school where the coaches really, I mean, they don't, they can't really show the players, the social aspects. So there's plenty of times where I pick them up and we go downtown and we go get cookies and whatnot, or we go and just meet up with a few of my friends that aren't even on the tennis team, just other athletes. Even my roommates are both golfers. So kind of just introduce them to more people beyond the athlete side, just so they can kind of experience that social dynamic. And so, yeah, that's kind of how we handle the the recruiting process. Yeah, it's good to be a part of that. Uh, you know, of course, football recruiting, you know, the signing day and all of that and basketball and uh, that kind of thing. Do you have the equivalent of that in tennis? I mean, is there like a national signing day for tennis or you just pick them up uh, when they're ready to commit? There, there is a national signing day. I know for me personally, I had one back at, in Fresno, California. I had one at my high school where I signed with three other baseball players. Um, but there isn't really, there's, it's not really televised. Like maybe you see football where they are picking hats off of a, off of a table <laughs> and they're like, I'm going to go here. They put it on, take it off and grab another one. There's not really that. It's more of a, just like, all right, everyone's happy for this athlete being able to sign and go to college and be at this school. Um, I know I was fortunate enough in Fresno to there was a few news news reporters for local news that came and they interviewed me at, at my uh, signing day. But beyond that, I don't really think it's very typical for um, for tennis players to get nationally televised and that stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, Ethan Quinn's been with us, uh, the, the tremendous tennis player for the University of Georgia. Great season last season coming out of the fall season, the top ranked singles player. In the country, got a big old X on his back now for these other guys shooting at him, but Ethan can handle it. Uh, great player for uh, Georgia's tennis team, ranked number seven in the uh, country currently, and uh, picked to win the SEC 
in tennis this year, and uh, we're looking forward to great things. Ethan, I know you're busy. Thank you so much for taking time to join us on our program. We're going to be following you, my man, and uh, best of luck to you, okay? Thank you. I appreciate everything. Dogs on Demand would like to thank Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, for sponsoring our program today. When the time comes to finance or refinance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan from Southeast Mortgage. Your friends at Southeast Mortgage are ready to help you. Visit southeastmortgage.com slash UGA today for more information. Be sure to visit Dogs on Demand on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and our great interactive website, dogsondemand.com. Join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with the latest sports news from the University of Georgia and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.